Uh, hello and welcome to the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. Uh, you may notice that Tim isn't with us this week. He is running off in shame after getting one out of four on his bets last time. Um, no, he's actually taking a bit of hiatus at the moment, so I've offered to keep everything going uh, for the time being. So let's see if we can win you some cash. Cover your ears. <laughs> Really need to change how that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, first time I've hosted a pod, so it could be quite interesting. But it's just me and Jack this week. It's probably going to be a bit of a shorter one. And I've done these long enough now that I know what I'm doing. So uh, how are things, Jack? They're good, yeah. Um, really looking forward to week seven. Uh, couldn't really come quick enough after week six. I'm on a bit of a slump at the moment. Um, decided I'm not going to back the Dolphins uh, ever again this year. So that's okay. going to be a good start. And it'll probably mean that they're going to beat the Falcons this weekend. But again, wouldn't touch them. Um, looking forward to week seven. Yeah, there's it's actually, I think the Ravens and the Bengals is the only matchup with two winning records uh, this weekend, mm. um, which is a bit of a shock. Uh, I think the Titans and the Chiefs is another good game. But other than that, it's, it's not a great slate, but it's an opportunity to make some money. Yeah, it's a pretty terrible slate, to be honest. There's obviously, the, as you said, the Bengals and uh, Ravens is less than a touchdown, but there's three that are double touch, well, double digit favourites this week. There's some very one sided um, bets spreads on the slate, so it's a bit of a rough one. But we'll uh, we'll see how things go. As you said, there's there's opportunities everywhere, and because we tend to do a little bit of everything, there's always a touchdown. There's always a pop that we like. There's always something to get there. So um, yeah, just a quick recap on last week. Um, luckily for you, your 11 to 4 shot on Khalil Herbert came in, so that covered pretty much everything else, at least. <laughs> it was uh, gonna take it where you can with that one. Um, yeah, one out of uh, one out of the four or five. Um, Broncos, I, I be honest, I was quite high on the Broncos last week, I thought they would have covered against the Steelers, but uh, unfortunately for me, the Steelers are actually looking a little bit better. Uh, Giants Rams, that was a killer. That one went over on the pointless two point conversion by the Giants, which took it over the 48.5 so you got to class that one as unlucky and then the Lamar Jackson rushing yards for you was unlucky just because the Ravens destroyed them and he just didn't need to do anything so you can't really complain to well you can complain about those ones uh for me I went three out of four with my main ones uh the Cowboys minus three and a half got to class that as a little bit lucky given the fact that they scored a touchdown in overtime could easily have uh, lost that one if they'd scored the field goal especially after getting the ball second uh, the Andre Swift seven to four was a nice winner for me on any time touchdown, and Joe Burrow went over thirty eight and a half for his longest recept- uh, longest completion. That was to Joe Mixon with the uh, amazing Jamar Chase block on that one. Um, as it happened, the other one I was going to go for was Jamar Chase longest reception, and he went over that one as well. So, good one for me last week. Um, and yeah, let's see if we can win a few more this week. Um, Jack, what's your best spread for the week? Um. I don't know, like I don't think I'm ever going to learn how to do this properly. But like taking just over the the touchdown at seven and a half probably is silly because I had uh, the Broncos plus three and a half last night, and it's got a lesson to be learned as half a point actually means an awful lot when it comes to seven yeah. and three. Um, but yeah, taking the Packers minus seven and a half. Um, I think the Packers have been very good since week one. I know they got smashed by the by the Saints, but they've been pretty solid since. Um. As for Washington, I don't know what's happened to them this year. Um, I think the Washington defense probably been the most disappointing uh, unit in the NFL this year. Everyone had them as top five defense, and they've been they've been absolutely terrible. Um, I see Rogers 
being able to score basically when he wants. And uh, I don't see Heineke being able to keep up with them. Um, I think the handicap was nine and a half for this at the start of the week, yeah. and I was going to get on. I was going to get on at that as long as it was under ten, and gone down to seven and a half. Now it was even more appealing. So that's my that's my main one for this weekend. Nice, yeah. Um, as you said, that this has come in really, really quite a lot. It was minus ten, I believe, right at the start, and then yeah, as you said, minus nine and a half. Uh, it's the perfect teaser like now with minus seven and a half. Uh, you can get minus seven at eight to eleven if you want to just um, get down to that seven point line, which obviously, as Jack said, being the uh, one of the key numbers is pretty important. Um, I've gone the other side of the seven, which again is uh, actually quite helpful for me on this one. Um, the Ravens minus six and a half against my Bengals. I might be just being a pessimistic fan here and um, trying to cover myself for the inevitable pain, but. Uh, Lamar Jackson has run all over us in recent years. We are looking a much better team this year, um, but we haven't really played anyone good. We pushed Packers close, but we can defend against that kind of quarterback. We don't seem to have found any way of stopping Lamar Jackson so far in the last couple of years. Um, so, again, it might be just me being pessimistic and trying to hopefully win something from it. It's another very good teaser leg. If you want to go Packers and Ravens, you can tease them down to 0.5 and 1.5, which is a fairly decent one. Um, but yeah, I I think we're probably good enough to keep it close. I don't know if we're good enough to keep it within a touchdown. So I'm going for Ravens minus six and a half. Mm, surprised at that. I didn't think you'd do that. But uh, yeah, I can... I'd probably just stay away from it if I was uh, betting on it. I just, I think the Bengals are a pretty good team. Um, six and a half though is it's perfect, like just under the touchdown. So, yeah, I, can't, I can I can see why you're doing it. Like, but it's yeah, it's, maybe I it's one of those Dolphins as well. <laughs> well, it's one of those this week that um, there's that many terrible spreads that there's there's not that many that we can actually target. Like the Dolphins were minus two and a half before last week's game, so they've gone five points through the through the zero and it's just too much of a too much of a swing on that game for it to go but the Dolphins are in a terrible spot obviously playing London last week and then playing straight away without the bye which is a bit of a weird one but um, we'll, we'll see what goes on with that way I do actually have them for my total um, that game I have under 48 points Atlanta versus Miami um, both defences are struggling but I think both offences are struggling as well personally uh, the Dolphins obviously all the all the garbage, I believe it's garbage talk over um, Deshaun Watson this week. I, I don't think that trade's happening. There's been talk of it for months and nothing's come of it. So, But um, the talk for two is going to be putting him off, surely. He's going to be thinking, what, am I, what have I got to do after a fairly decent performance in London? Um, so I think that's going to be a bit of an issue for him. Um, so I think their offence is going to struggle. It hasn't been exactly great this year. Probably going to see another 10 receptions for Jalen Waddle within a couple of yards at a line of scrimmage and trying to move the ball on the Falcons isn't exactly difficult, but uh, I think both teams are going to struggle once it gets to the red zone. I, I do actually go against this a little bit later with one of my props, but uh, I think the Falcons with uh, the Dolphins getting, is Byron Jones back, do you know? I think he's trained today, uh, so he should be back. So possibly Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, although I do worry that they keep Xavier Howard out because there's um, trade rumours about him. Uh, with the trade deadline in a couple of weeks and you don't want him getting injured. that That's a little worry for me. Um, but yeah, I think both of these teams have struggled this season and I just hopefully we're going to see a bit of a 
bit of a quieter game. I know that you did like the overs at one point. I like the overs, yeah, because I've seen Devante Parker's back for the Dolphins and then I've seen X was back. So I was kind of thinking, wait, they're getting back healthy on offense, but then they're getting back healthy on defense. So it kind of counteracts each other. But mm. yeah, look, I, I looked at it and looked into it more. And then I was thinking, could I see this being like a 2017 game? And absolutely, like, so I said, I'd stay away from it. I don't think the best thing for me to do is just stay away from the Dolphins completely, even though this isn't actually them scoring or like this isn't, you know, a pro Dolphins uh, bet. But yeah, I'm just going to stay away from the Dolphins because I just, the, the bias is just there with me. Um, yeah. I, yeah, 48, it actually seems a bit high now that I think about it. So yeah, I probably will be leaning towards yeah. the under in that one. There was 47.5 um, on one of the other sites. So I was just like, well, it's the, a tad better on red zone. It's um, under 48. So yeah, I'd. I'd yeah, fingers crossed for a dull game, frankly, and uh, for you, hopefully, a, a two-point win or something stupid. Yeah, um, I've gone for the Chiefs and the Titans over 57.5. 57.5 is probably one of the highest I've seen so far this year, but yeah. the, more I, the more I think about it, the more I just... I can't see either of these uh, defences stopping the opposing offence. Uh, Derek Henry should walk all over, um, run all over uh, the Chiefs' defence, and I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of injuries for the Titans' defence, and like Patrick Mahomes could easily score 35, 40 points in the game. Um, I'm hoping that the Chiefs go up early at the start, which I can see, and then the Titans happen to keep up because if the Titans if the Titans start off, uh, well, they'll just try and chew the clock with Henry and couldn't blame them. I keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. But um, I see this game having barely any points. The only thing that could catch me out would be if there's a few field goals where you'd need uh, touchdowns because 57.5 is it's very, very high. Like, um, yeah. But yeah, I, I could easily see both teams getting 30 points in this game. Yeah, it's one of those games that you can't set the line high enough. I think it opened at 56 and it's just gone up from there. And for, for an over 56 to get better up even more, it's just, it just seems crazy. Um, last year was the uh, Patrick Mahomes return from injury. And I think that was 37-30 or something ridiculous in Tennessee uh, between these two. So, yeah, I I can't really argue with it. It's, it's difficult to say that you're going to take the under on a team where they're the best offense in the league still on um, points per play, I believe the chiefs uh, and they're the worst defense. So it's one of those, like how, how do you possibly look under on a total no matter what it is? Um, as you say, the, the main worry is the Titans keeping up if they fall behind, because they might not be able to run Derek Henry 30 times. Um, Hulo Jones, I'd imagine is out. I've not, I'll admit I've not even looked for that. And I saw that AJ Brown is still struggling with um, food poisoning or whatever it was that he got last week. Um, but I, the Titans have shown they can score on anyone. Obviously, they put up 30, was it, against the Bills? 33 against the Bills? They they put up quite a lot on Monday, so they can show, they've can show they shown they can keep up. So I wouldn't be surprised if that one goes over. And uh, so, TD scorers, which one have you gone for touchdown scorer this week, Jack? I've gone for DeAndre Hopkins. There's actually a few that I fancy, but DeAndre Hopkins is the main one. Um, re- revenge game, really. Um, he scored three touchdowns in his last two games. Um, I think that uh, I think it's probably one of the biggest fleeces I've ever seen in a trade. Um, DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals. I think it was two fourths, David Johnson, and a second, I think it was. Something like that, anyway. But yeah. Um, I said the Cardinals offensive coordinator is going to do everything he can to get Hopkins in the end zone. Um, I think the Cardinals have absolutely smashed them. I think is a handicap fifteen or something or seventeen. Or something like that. I think yeah, I think it's even higher. Yeah, I think it's it's a ridiculous amount. Um, it is seventeen and a half now. 
Yeah, so like they're probably expecting the Cardinals to get like at least four touchdowns, and I'd be absolutely shocked if if Hopkins doesn't get a doesn't get at least one. Um, I can't believe it's ten to eleven if me not. So I was expecting it to be something like four to seven or one to two, but I suppose we'll take ten to eleven if, if well, we can get even, it. Um, even better than that, it's twenty one to twenty on better three six five. Or it was um, last time I checked. So you're getting plus money on it, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't get over, I can't yeah. get over that. I'll, I'll definitely be getting on that. Um. Then there's another two that I like. Um, Damian Harris, 5-4 to four versus the Jets. He scored against them three weeks ago, I think they played them. Um, and even last week, he had, he had 18 rushes. Like He's he's clearly their, their number one back, even though they do like to rotate a bit. 5-4, uh, to four, great price. I thought it would be maybe 8-11, to 10-11. to 11. But again, yeah, um, I'm checking 5-4. to four. And my last one is Jamar Chase. Um, yes. The reason I'm going for this is because he's 11 to 5 on 365 yep. and he's as short as 5 to 4 on Skybet. Like, um, yep. Am I certain he's going to score a touchdown? No, but 11 to 5 is, is ridiculous. I think he's got 5 so far this year in 6 games. So 11 to 5 is. I think he could be could be in coverage of Marlon Humphrey, I'd say, would he be? Or, who, who cares? Yeah, I, who cares? He, yeah, he's, been kill, he's been killing single coverage this year. So I, I'm not really fussed who he goes up against. Yeah, so as I said, eleven to five, I think's really, really, really good value. Yeah, he he was on my list as well, um, just because of the price, as you said. Given the fact there's eleven to five there and nearly evens everywhere else, it's it's too good to miss. Frankly, same as same as last week, Bet three six five have been knocking out of the park this last couple of weeks with touchdown prices, which sucks for me because I can't get on there. But um, I, I, there was six or seven that I listed this week, and they're they're pretty much all best priced at Bet three six five. They are way above. Um, Derek Henry, for example, is four to seven at bet three six five, and for me at the moment, I'll take anything above one to two. Um, and they're the only side that is. Uh, Uni bet, I think it was, had Derek Henry at one to four. So if you look at the, compar- <laughs> the comparison between those prices, is just absurd. It's um, obviously I don't really want to take anyone at four to seven, but when it's Derek Henry who's scoring three a week, then it's difficult not to take that, especially comparing the odds between the sites is um a big difference um yeah. but yeah i can't even remember which one i decided to choose there we go darrell uh Darryl henderson for the rams um the rams are nearly as big a favorite as the cardinals were um they are 14 or 15 i believe um sorry uh yeah 16 point favorites against the lions uh the bengals put up 33 i think last week against the lions uh, if the Bengals can do that, then you've got to imagine the Rams are going to put up 40, 50 odd. Uh, Daryl Henderson's been running really well. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't really have that much more to say. Again, the price is far better on about 365. Uh, you're getting five to six on there. And I think it was four to seven, four to nine ish on William Hill, which is the other place I checked. Um, one thing I will mention is the fact that odds checker are owned by the same people as Skybet. So it looks like if Skybet haven't got any prices up, they're not showing the any time scores on Odds Checker at the moment, which is a little bit irritating. It's a bit of a conflict of interest. And I think it's a little bit ridiculous that Skybet are allowed to own a betting comparison site because it means they can kind of show what they want to show. So I used to do a little bit. Nah, no, I, I only found out a few weeks back someone mentioned it, and it just seems crazy because. William Hill, Paddy Power, uh, trip, uh, 888, Bet365, they've all got prices up on pretty much all the games. Skybet haven't, and because of that, you don't get the comparison on odds checkers. So it just seems seems crazy that they're allowed it's to have bonkers, yeah, conflict of interest like that. But it's um, still a bit of Wild West we're gambling, essentially. So 
Um, but yeah, I, I as I say, I listed quite a few. Jamar Chase was one of them at that price. Uh, Cordero Patterson is nine to four on better three six five. Um, obviously, he's been lights out for the Falcons this year. He didn't score last time out, but um, he, in theory, should get a decent decent matchup. I don't think the Dolphins linebackers are that much. Um, so coming out of the backfield, he should do all right. Hunter Henry's ten to three. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones four to one, both on bet three six five again. The tight ends. Ricky Seals Jones is near enough leading the Washington team in red zone targets. He he scored last week, but weirdly enough, the Washington team didn't get a single red zone touch. Um, he scored on a busted coverage uh, at ten to three, and then they've put the price up this week, obviously against a bad defense. Um, another one for Washington. I did have a little look out was Jar- uh, Jarrett Patterson. Uh, there's a chance that Antonio Gibson doesn't play, which means it'd be JD McKissick and him uh, having the touches. And you can get 14 to one on Patterson at the moment, at 365 and 888. Uh, obviously, it's a bit of a punt, hoping, not hoping, uh, expecting Gibson not to go. But at the odds, I thought it was a, d- a decent look. So, yeah, um, my one. For the show, for the documents, is uh, Daryl Henderson at five to six. Um, what have you got for props, Jack? I've gone for Leonard Fournette over 64 and a half uh, rushing yards versus the Bears. Um, he's gone over the last three games. Bears defense is pretty good, but um, I was looking up stats there on Wednesday night and they seem to give up an awful lot of yards against opposing uh, RB1s. Um, Fournette, I think, said 60% of the snaps. Um, so far this year for the Buccaneers, he was I think he was second choice to Ronald Jones last year, but uh, this year he's definitely taken up as the main back. Um, the game script should also suit uh, Fournette because I expect the Buccaneers to win this game handy enough. Um, Brady has a habit of taking things seriously, and after his mistake last year with the fourth down, I expect him to yeah. try and score as many points as possible against his team, and he'll keep going and going and going. So yeah, I expect um. I expect Fournette to go over 64 and a half fairly handily, to be honest. I'd say if there's any request to bets where he gets 100, maybe a touchdown at a decent price, like maybe 4 to 1 or 5 to 1, I might get on that as well. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, the um, that random game last year was a, it was a random Thursday night game quite early in the season. Um, and I think I heard earlier that Brady was struggling to kind of control the offense back then. Obviously, since then, they had, they had their bye week that season. And after that, he was he was unstoppable essentially so yeah I, I don't see them being any mistakes this week they're 12 point favorites so you're generally going to take the main running back to get the carries to uh put up the yards and i cannot argue with that one at all uh my one for this week is kyle pitts over 48 and a half receiving yards against the dolphins uh last well not last week the london game was a coming out game for kyle pitts and i think that that's it. I think he's going to be a very big part of the offense now. Uh, obviously, he put up 100-plus in London without Calvin Ridley there. Calvin Ridley is going to be back, but as I say, I, I don't think the genie's going back in... Not the genie going back in the well, world. There's some phrase about stuff going back in the world. <laughs> there, I, don't, I don't think Carl Bitts is going away now. He showed what he can do. There's a, a brilliant video NFL UK put out today of the one-handed catch where it, it just looks amazing from the angle they've managed to get. Um he is basically a wide receiver. He lines up at wide receiver quite a lot. Um, but he should be able to avoid Byron Jones or Zayvon Howard if they're both on the field. So he should get a softer coverage uh, if they line up in the slot, which he did quite a lot. So, yeah, I quite like Carl Pitts to get 50-odd yards. Um, I would take him to score. 
I didn't even check the odds on that, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I, I think he'll have a decent game again. Yeah, I do think um, a coming out game like that against uh, the Jets is so just, you know, a rookie needs something like that and they can kind of build on it. Um, I definitely, as a Dolphins fan, I definitely wouldn't uh, be telling him not to do it anyway. Um, I wouldn't be surprised as again if he hits like 70 or 80 yards and gets a touchdown or two, um, especially the way the Dolphins' defense is playing. Um, yeah, no complaints there. I like, I like that one as well. Yeah, I'll, um, I should have checked this earlier, really. Uh, yeah, he, he's had 73 and a 50 in the games with Ridley so far this season. So he's shown he can still put up the yards with Ridley there. Obviously, not expecting 120 again, but he should be able to get quite a bit. Uh, anything else for you this week, Jack? Uh, not really, no. Well, I suppose I kind of like the Chiefs as well against the uh, the Titans as like a, might do a small bet in it. Um, I think they had to five and a half, is it? I just yeah, I think, think so. that the... Um, I think there'll be loads of points in it, and I just think that I think there'll be, as I said, barely any punts, and I think that Mahomes um, could they could hit forty points. Um, yeah, I think it's five and a half. I, I like that one as well. I might do that in another separate bet. Um, yeah, just I'm hoping just both check. teams score, but yeah, sorry, just checked and it's down to five now, so um, even better. Yeah, I like that one as well. I think uh, I think um, what the what people were saying about the Chiefs, um, well, the defense is terrible. Like I suppose they only give away thirteen points against. Um, the Washington football team last week, but yeah, uh, Washington are missing loads of players, like, and they're not exactly the best offense anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm putting the Chiefs well minus, minus five. Um, the, is that game at nine o'clock? I think it is tonight or on. Um, no, this is one of the sixes. Um, surprisingly, they didn't they didn't pick that. They picked uh, obviously picked the Bengals uh, against the Ravens for the Sky TV game. I wouldn't have been surprised if they picked the Chiefs, but uh, both of those games. Probably the pick of the night, frankly, pick of the day. Um, but it's, it's a fair, as I say, it's a fairly dismal slate to be honest. But uh, yeah, always money to be made. Um, yeah, one more I should have mentioned was Big Mo, uh, Mo Ali Cox for the Colts. Um, he has been getting quite a lot of targets in recent weeks and he's still six to one on Paddy Power to score anytime. Um, 45 to one to score two. I had to check that earlier. Um, uh, yeah, I, I love Big Mo, so I, I've had a little nibble on the. 45 to 1. I had a free bet from last night. Um, also, Paddy Power free bet offer on the um, bet builder. If you're struggling with a fourth selection, just put a random giant handicap in. Uh, it doesn't matter on the odds on any of them. So uh, last night I put on Denver plus 30.5 just to fill out the four selections to get the uh, free bet kind of insurance and it, it worked fine. So um, just a little, little tip there if you're going to bet on the bet builders on Paddy Power. Uh, right, I think we're all done then. Yeah, I think we're all good. Uh, thanks for listening. And I would say thanks for viewing, but um don't think anyone did. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll get this out as the podcast and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Can you see there?